All right, guys, what's up? I'm going to do my best and not sound terrible, <clears throat> but my voice is gone. This episode of Average Sakes is the one you've all been waiting for. Let's go! This is the day I've been waiting for. Padres have defeated Goliath. The drought is over. The Padres defeat the Dodgers in the division series of the playoffs in four games. We did the gentleman sweep, and let's get into it. Welcome back. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Irish Sakes. Holy fuck. Vibes on 10 still 24 hours later. The Padres are headed to the NLCS. Four wins from the World Series. Sheesh. And they Love have it. taken down your 111 win fucking Dodgers. Weak was, ass Dodgers. I was telling the people that I was watching with, this feels better because it was the Dodgers. This would not feel as good against the Giants or the Rockies. This feels great because we beat the Dodgers. Yeah, you know, before going into this, uh, series. I was a little upset at the bracket because it was like true and stone and it didn't seem fair because Padres were uh, fifth seed, Phillies were sixth seed and they were playing the two and the one instead of the one and the two and whatever. Padres take on the Dodgers lose game one and this game one of a series is probably the most important. Very crucial. It is very crucial. The Dodgers end up winning that game, and I'm not even too sure how, except Clevenger is no good versus the Dodgers. No good. No good. Um, Gave up five runs in three innings, basically. In his career, he hasn't been good versus the Dodgers. But we kind of set the Dodgers up in a situation where they are pitching their number one pitcher, Julio Urias, off of five days rest or longer, five days with no games. We pitched our fourth best, fifth best pitcher, Mike Clevenger. Not taking anything away from Clevenger, but statistically, he hadn't been good versus the Dodgers. And we were going against their one. We kind, I think Bo Mel kind of just like buried that game. It was like, you know what? We just had a hard-fought series. We don't get to go 1-1, like our best versus their best. You know, whatever we could pull out of that game is is good. You know, you don't lose that game by, like, 5 to nothing. That's what it felt like it was going to be. Middle of that first game, it felt like the Dodgers are just going to beat our ass and we're never going to win. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like. Then the Padres scored three runs. Middle of that first game, give you a little bit of life, a little hope. Like it's not that easy to beat us. We can yeah. score runs. We and, can score runs. Yeah. And the best thing that you saw out of the first game was how good the bullpen was. They went 17 straight at bats without giving up a hit, letting a guy on against the Dodgers. It's hard to do. So, kind of shows how much Bowmel trust our pen and how good they were like how trustworthy they actually were but they lost we lose game one five three trevor you go to game two 
Oh yeah, I am. I am at game two. One of the five Padre fans in LA. It was it was definitely the most amount of Padre fans I've seen at a Dodger game that I've been to. That's good. It was fun though. It was fun. Dodger fans, you know, they get a little they get a little rowdy. Their team's not playing well. They turn into complete assholes, you know, and that that's just. I was ready for it. I was expecting it. Not saying I wasn't an asshole myself, but hey, things happen. Especially when your team's winning, lot to cheer about. And you, Darvish, or not you, Darvish? Game two. Yeah, yeah it was you, Darvish. Darvish. Yeah. Yeah. You, Darvish. Manny Machado hits the bomb first inning to start it off. One, we're up 1 0 before the Dodgers even swing at the bat. That was huge. Especially coming from Manny, who gets the most booze when he goes there against Kershaw, the big, bad, dreaded Kershaw. He's so good against the Padres in the regular season. Wow, wow, wow. So Manny Machado does that. You Darvison gives up uh, Homer to Freddie Freeman. And, you know. Homer to Max Muncy. Yeah, back back and forth kind of went. It was, it was a close game, 3-2, 3-3 for like four or five innings, but I knew we were like, we were in the game in the back of my head. I said, we can't go to the ninth inning tied. We need to score some runs soon. And the pitching was just, it was great in that game too. And then both both. hit the double. I think it was. Yeah. It was. Um, What are you talking about? I think I'm um, talking about who when we took the lead. Rick, I think Rick had a base hit to take the lead, and Soto had a double, right? Or am I wrong? Something like that. Keep going. Something like that. But our pitching was outstanding there. You Darvis settled down after the third inning. They hit a home run, one, two, three uh, innings like that, back to back to back, and I was getting stressful. But then, Man, Profar- you doubled. Um. <clears throat> to left field, Hassan scored, and then Jake grounded out. Oh yeah, you're right. He did to take the lead, and then that's when the very next inning, Trey Turner hits a bomb. Like it was so annoying because it felt like it felt like all right, finally got the lead. Like after the Dodgers just fucking. Threw a couple of haymakers back. It was haymakers, haymakers. Then fucking. Then we answer. Tied up. And then, yeah, that's when um, Profar singles. And we basically take over the game. And then, obviously, the game was finished off by Jake the Rake. Yep. A bomb. bomb. Killed it against the Dodgers. And that was the. Uh... The birth of the Riley Goose. The goose was all over that field. I had no idea where where it came from. There's no lakes around. There's no lakes around downtown LA. Like, I have no idea how it even got onto the field. It was wild. And yeah, that I hated it. Honestly, if I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I hated it. Dodger fans were cheering, screaming. Their they're like, oh my god, there's a fucking duck on the field. This is awesome. This is awesome. I hate it. I was like, get that thing out of here. Keep keep flying around. 
distracting. Yeah. I was like, get that out of here. They ended up putting it in a trash can, which I thought was an odd move, but. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is because you didn't, um, you were at the game. I was watching from home. And as soon as the commercial cuts back in after the whole goose situation, the announcer goes, yep. All right, guys, the goose was safely and like whatever was taken off the field safely. And everyone on Twitter was like, dog, they took it off with a trash can. Like they, they were in their environment on the field. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's funny as fuck. Um, but Roman, you went to game three at home first. Game three at home, home opener at home. Since 2006. Um, And it was fucking loud. Let me tell you, I was arrived uh, an hour early and there was fairly a lot of people in there. Smart move. Drinking at the bars and eating pizza at Pizza Port. Uh, But as soon as like five minutes before game time, before they were starting to announce the players and all that, it flooded. And it got real loud in there when uh, they started announcing the Dodgers players and every single person they announced, it was boo, boo, boo. And it was great. And then we came up and it was just super loud. Um, Great experience. Uh, The Padres canceled all their tickets to L.A. members and it was just full brown and yellow the whole time. Uh, There was like two Dodgers player uh, fans in our section and they literally walked away from our section, like, second inning after Trent Grisham hit the bomb. That was the first inning, but they stayed for a little longer after that. But it was great. I mean, the loudest I've ever heard it at Petco. I've been to a lot of games at Petco, and that was definitely the loudest I've ever heard it. Um it was super fun. Can't wait to go to the next series. Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, the, the playoff atmosphere has – chills run through my body when i when i hear the roars of the crowd yeah everyone's waiting everyone's there cheering on the same exact thing that is that's when you know you're gonna get a loud roar coming out of petco park you guys been to monster trucks at petco park right i honestly think it was probably louder than monster trucks were that's how loud it was well you know i couldn't even hear the person next to me while we were cheering you fucking know it's loud when you feel like the the ground under you like shaking, you know, because yeah. the stadium's like, I don't know. You, I always at Qualcomm at least, I used to feel like shakes when like loud yeah. shit would come by. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> all three average six members were able to go to a different game. We were all like able to enjoy um, a playoff game. A playoff win. A playoff yeah. win. So I go to game four, get there, like you said, a little over an hour, I would say, before, but then there was yeah. a rain delay. So we're just run walking around, getting drinks, having a blast. Um, Jake Peavy throws out the first pitch. Loud. Uh, Mark Loretta. Oh, the place was electric house um it was quiet for a couple innings all right i mean it was loud for a couple innings and then when the dodgers scored it ended up quieting us so freddie freeman comes up two on in scoring position both of them and no outs ends up hitting a double we end up getting out of it after that two nothing they quiet us down for a 
couple innings, and then there was a drone. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna ask that you was, about that. That was fucking bullshit. I too. thought that was gonna go on forever, bro, because he was just standing there, like not moving, nothing. I was like, well, this guy's just gonna sit here until they cancel the game or something. So the drone flies in, and I have to go pee. So I'm literally like, perfect time, perfect time. Hey, let's <laughs> let's go get a beer, go pee, because I knew this was gonna be a. A delay because I know just knowing myself and my baseball brain, a drone interference is going to cause a delay. I so I went to the bathroom, got a beer, came back. So I don't know how long it actually was, but there was drone interference, whatever. Not taking too much into it, but that seventh inning, seventh inning stretch, had to change something up a little bit. I threw in a piece of hubba bubba. And you and know, he never took it out. Superstition. No, I didn't take it out till after the game. We were walking the streets. I was like, man, this gun's finally bland. And Conzel, you remember when we put that piece in? Seventh inning stretch. Like <laughs> it was it's crazy because the seventh <clears throat> inning, bottom of the seventh is when we scored five runs, had a massive comeback. Um it it was so awesome. Like there's sport events that I've gone to in my entire life. I've been to a lot of them, Charger games, Padre games, a lot of other teams, sports. Chenny, a year ago, we went to the Dodgers-Giants playoff game. I've never been somewhere louder. I've never been somewhere. I don't think I've ever had an, a greater sporting experience, like live or in person. Um, I was with, I met up with Frenchie, one of our f- friends. What I was saying was me and Frenchie met up after the game and he was saying how he went to both Friday and Saturday. He said that seventh inning and after was absolutely loudest he's ever been louder than the night before. So yeah. I it was going crazy. I mean, yeah, because we hit that home run. Trent Grissom hit that home run, and it was like a steady loud the whole game. Yeah, because we scored. We scored another run in like the third inning, and it was two zero for like the whole game. So it was like a constant steady. But for the seventh inning for you, I bet it, it just erupted the whole place. It erupted, and then after the seventh, the rain just kept coming. They yeah. put on Blink One Eighty Two, and everybody in the world was just singing. Um, I saw Twitter, uh, someone posted on Twitter, a video of down the street from their apartment recording the stadium, and you could hear us singing Blink-182. It was just so cool. The atmosphere, the fans. We had a Dodger fan who was talking shit for a while, and then he ended up actually staying the entire, like, the whole game and everything like they were true sports. Like we talked to forth, but it was true. Our Dodgers fans left right after the home run. It was great. Oh, I, I, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, a, it was great. I had a lot of fun. Um, Padres defeated the Dodgers in what would felt like they never could. It was 19 and five, like the last fucking two years. That's that's what makes this this win even better. Just because I want to say the last ten years, you know, when when we're old enough where we can start chirping a little bit, you know, nothing nothing too major because we're still little kids, but we chirp 
Dodger fans at school, you know, you, you're playing baseball growing up, sports, you're going to chirp, whatever. It's just, just the nature of the game. So 10 years of just straight, oh, we're so good. We're the best team. We just fuck you. We own you. <laughs> everything in everything. I heard it all. I heard it all. I don't care. When it fucking matters, that's, that's when the real team shows up. And you can have your 111 win victory regular season. All you are now is that you're a good regular season team. Maybe yeah. the Padres just aren't a good regular season team. You can <laughs> you can have that title. That's fine to me. You can have your regular season championship. It it doesn't really matter to me, honestly. What matters is the Padres figure out to put three solid games of baseball together against this beast, this Goliath that stays up the up the five north of us. So the Padres Petco Park saw its first uh division series win. Ever, uh, ever Pico Park in, uh, in its entirety. Um, Padres have their first playoff division series win since like 2006. Um, this was it, the it, Dodgers' first ever playoff loss to the Padres. First ever playoff loss where it kicks them out of the playoffs. Wow, really? <laughs> um, so this was this was a lot of things. This is the first time in a long time, and you know. It feels great, but it was a long time of AJ Preller telling us, like, hey, wait, wait. I'm going to build a team that will defeat the Dodgers. And this team has done it without their best fucking player. And who I think is the best player on earth is Fernando Tatis. And what is helping Fernando Tatis in this playoff run? He gets to come back sooner. Every game they play is a game off his suspension next season. We've already played two series and we're headed for another one and hopefully one fucking more. <laughs> um, yeah. This, this next series is going to be, it's going to be some great fucking baseball. So. It's going to be a battle. These are the two top teams going into the, the national league. You know, this is the national league. This is NLCS. Yeah, Only one team goes on after this. Only one team moves on. And for the Padres to go from Eric Hosmer starting everyday first baseman, the whole roster revamp that we've experienced this whole year, this is this is why we trade for those guys. What did Bob Melvin say in the beginning of the year? It takes more than however many players on a Sometimes team. Sometimes it's not 40 guys. Sometimes yeah. it's 50. Sometimes it's 60. Yep. Yes. You know, and what's crazy is if you look back at the stats, this division series, Josh Bell, Ofer, Brandon Jury, one hit in 11 at bats. Um, who else? Juan Soto had three hits, batted a 188 this series. The one motherfucker we traded for that was Nails, Josh fucking Hater. Hater, so far this playoffs has been outstanding. Yeah. Fucking Robert Suarez, Bobby Big fucking Dick has been absolutely great. Big been, game, Bob. Yes, big game, Bob. He's been absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Like the Padres bullpen, huge shout out. They held the Dodgers to fucking like one run in four games. It's unfucking real. The team has the best lineup that's ever been created. It's a fucking mm-hmm. video game team. That it's a two hundred eighty million dollar team. They have upwards of three hundred million dollar on the payroll. They had the best pitching rotation they had the best lineup they had 111 wins 
most since most of the National League since 1929, I think it was. 1929. Dave Roberts going into this season guaranteed. Guaranteeing Dan Patrick. Dodgers would win a World Series. Oh, Dodgers, what happened? It's your word, That's baby. what this feels like. Open that Dodger pack. This was a series that I'll never forget. Games that I'll never forget. Moments I'll never forget. Yeah, I agree with you there. We went to the Atlanta game. And yeah. that was like the loudest, like most funnest game I've ever been to. And definitely this weekend top that for sure. A thousand times over. Hey, people people over. think baseball is boring. Let me tell you, playoff baseball is on a whole fucking another level. Like, talking... pe- say, this is the first time San Diegans get to experience something so like electric and vibes. And g- good thing Juan Soto in a couple years when he's like, damn, where do I want to sign? Maybe... Um, I don't think he's going to experience a crowd like that ever again. Yep. Hey, what did Hank say? San Diego. Great sports town. Great fucking sports town, San Diego. Hey, these panels could S my C, period. That's yep. all I'm going to say. These panels, Chargers owner. I'm a Charger fan, but these panels, you said San Diego's not a sports town. S my C. We just took down the Dodgers and laughed in your face the entire time. Like, yeah, I don't think that's I think that's why I hate the Dodgers more is because he thought L.A. is such a sports town and all this stuff. All of our teams have gone to L.A., the one San Diego team that remains and we're over here winning still. Yeah. Loyal as ever. And that was a sellout crowd. Oh, yeah. The loudest. What's the capacity? Forty eight thousand. I think it's. 45,000, and we had 45,127. And the night before, my game was like 25. Two people extra showed up to the second game. Yes. Was crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's lit. I saw a tweet, a tweet about it. it That's like, fire. Still, still, getting 45,000 people to come into one area and sit there and cheer on the same team. The whole time is fucking wild. Yep. I fucking love this team through all the ups, through all the fucking downs. This is why I've stayed and this is why I watch. You know what the craziest thing is, is if we get to win a world series in 20 years, when we have children who are our age and like, dad, how was it when you won the world series, buddy? I have a year's worth of podcast film that could tell you the ups and downs of the entire yeah, season. Very true. Uh, me and my three dumb friends, or me and my two dumb friends, sit here and talk Padres once a week for a 162 game season and fucking playoffs. So, yeah, I could tell you. And the two years prior to that. Yeah. So, yeah. All of those back mixed emotions. You know, the 2020 year being such a Mickey Mouse ring now that we fucking defeated them and showed them, like, hey, that was a real series, dog. You'd be done. Dog. Yeah. That was a real series with fans and the implications that baseball truly needs. Who's the big dog? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy, baby? And those Fox announcers, I think David Ortiz was doing this to put a chip on his shoulder. Like he talked. He said, don't poke the bear. Yeah. I think I poked the bear. I think I poked the bear. That's what he was saying. He was like, I think I poked the bear. No, those Fox announcers are all geniuses, though. A Rod, David Ortiz, Frank Thomas. Reverse Jinx. 
Dontro Willis, they're they are geniuses. They're so good at what they do. It's it's honestly unreal. They all picked the Dodgers this series. Spot on. Take the spot Mets on series. Yep. They are spot on. They're oh, they're two and zero oh so far. And again, I'm gonna call out all of MLB Network. Jared Kravis and baseball doesn't exist. Yes, sir. All everybody of doubted us. Everybody in the world. Look who's still Dodgers. standing, baby. Dodgers. San Diego versus the world. That's Absolutely. how. That's how we've been in our whole fucking lives. Absolutely. Will Myers said it best. All those losses, all those ups and downs, this freaking win makes it all worth it. Yeah, and we still got to win four more fucking games. Hey, baby, one game at a time from here. One game at a time. Actually, fuck that. We got to win eight more fucking games. Eight more, more, baby. I'm really hoping the Yankees win tomorrow so the Yankees and Astros can just, like, beat the fuck out of each other and then the World Series is like... I'm getting massive 98 vibes. That massive 98 vibes, but reverse Padre sweep this time. Um, but before that, we are facing the Phillies. The Phillies have a good team, boys. We cannot overlook them. Cannot another team them. that's pretty hot right now. Team that is hot, and they have diehard fans just like we do. So it's going to be loud there. Hopefully, yeah. make sure we keep Petco loud Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, but yeah, JT Realmuto, Reese Hoskins, fucking Bryce Harper, Bryce Hopper. You know, we talked a lot about this team before this season because they made the moves that we wanted to make. I yes. wanted fucking Nick Castellanos. I wanted fucking Kyle Schwarber. Yes. We yes. ended up getting Bill Soto and Hater, which I will take every day of the week. And it's crazy but how we're playing each other now. We're playing each other now. We both had ups and downs this long ass year. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're both going to see each other. This is a great fucking matchup. Um, these are the two best teams in the National League. That's what it is. And everyone's saying, "Oh, seven game series. You can't go a three game and then seven seven seven. It's three five seven seven. Like that's that makes sense." Yep. Yeah, and this is this is a first our first experience in a seven game series. Uh. Or fuck, I don't know. Since '98, I wasn't born then, so I didn't get to see that. I was but, born, and I, I was not born. I was not born either. I was born, yeah. and I did see that. Okay, so since since your your baby eyes <laughs> yep. saw saw the last seven yeah. game series, That's not as long as I remember. Uh, seven games is anything could fucking happen. Yeah. Having home field advantage is actually huge in this in this type of environment. NLCS winner goes to the World Series. We have a game seven at Petco Park. Like, would be so even, even though it's on a Wednesday night, a Tuesday, Thursday night, it I'm doesn't fucking out. matter. I don't care. Yep, exactly. It it's doesn't my matter. money. I don't care. We are, we are going to be, we need to be electric. I don't want it to go seven games, so I don't, I really don't. Yeah. I think I like, I like how our team had that uh, confidence, though, that we don't want to go back to LA this uh, series. I, I wasn't really thinking about like that myself i was like oh i i tweeted it for a week straight really (laughs) don't go back to la yeah since we won one game in la i said do not let them leave san diego yeah i think i guessed on the pod it was and they had to fucking but i was still thinking it was gonna go five they had to go a two-hour bus ride back to, to their homes sad bus ride bus ride bro you gotta be shitting me it is not fun 
how to do it in uh, community college. <laughs> Those it's bus not, rides are not fun. Not fun losing. Not fun. Um, they got some good. They got a good staff, but you know, pitching. Looking at this team, pitching wise, Padres have the advantage. Hand over fist. Lineup wise, probably the Phillies. So it's just going to be a battle. Yeah, and this is the you, you mean you said it best. The Phillies have the hottest bats in 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 the National League right now. The Padres have the hottest arms in the National League right now. So it's really it, it's going to be a battle of who can be better at their best. Which Padres, if we can pitch better, I think we have a great chance to shut down the bats. I think our bats can come along. I, it's harder, way harder for pitchers to like if they're not on, they're not on. You know, like I think our guys are locked in right now. We we're all shooting for the same goal here, so that's why that's why it makes it it makes it even more like just better. We're all the whole team's on the same mindset that they had since they got into the playoffs. So what I what I'm sad for is that this series is set up. It goes two three two. Could clinch it on the road. Yeah, yeah, very possible. Very true. Because we are the home team, that's definitely very possible to clinch it on the road. Which don't care, want to clinch it. Um, yeah, <laughs> clinch it as soon as you can. Don't don't take that anyway. So if you're looking at a game one, game one, Trevor, do you have you Darvish versus Aaron Nola? Uh, I think they go Wheeler. I think Wheeler's one. Okay, so you Darvish Wheeler. Then game two, Snell. Nola. Nola. Syndergaard third, probably. Game three is Syndergaard, Musgrove. In game four, we go Clev. They're probably going Gibson. Yeah. Or no, Ranger, probably. Or oh, Ranger Suarez. Yeah. He, he, he gives me Tyler Anderson vibes, just yeah. how like how he pitches. Lots of change-ups. Um, this bullpen is nowhere near... They've had struggles all year long. This this team also, the Phillies, they they rank bottom tier in defense. They're in the they're in the lower 10, 10 teams in defense wise. So pitching a defense wins you championships. It's kind of ironic how defense wins championships is something I can say in many Every sports. Sport, yeah. yeah. I think that's very ironic, but I'm gonna take my trend from football and I'm gonna bring it right to here to baseball. Pitching a defense win you championships. I mean, we Padres, saw a lot of it versus the Dodgers. I mean, Trey Turner had so many errors consistently through this series. So many. And every – the announcers, the one thing they said that I actually agreed with was the fans think one run is a rally. You get a runner on base, that's a rally. You know, anything can happen when you get someone on base. Yep. The fans eat that energy up, and the energy truly, like, resonates with the dudes playing on the field. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was unreal this series. It was a moment I will never forget. I will continue to repeat that. Um, I wish I could just relive that moment again and again and again. I wish the series started tomorrow. No. Yeah, I like this matchup. This is obviously they're, they're a worse seed than us overall. They're the sixth seed. We're the fifth seed. We have the home field. Um, but I don't 
think that they're a better baseball team than us. And that's the first time I've said that all playoffs, but I'm not going to treat it like that. I'm going to treat it like an underdog, like we have been. And I turned on MLB Network when I got home last night. And after it, the episode was finishing up, they were just talking about the Phillies lineup. And I just was starting to smile. That's they're already doubting them. About. Already doubting them. Phillies got them thumpers. They're scoring runs. All right. Yeah. Keep, and, and keep that energy. Brian Kenny of MLB Network, you're a coward. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Big coward. I mean, to talk about Joe Musgrove like that and to just hate on us so much, he's a coward. And it's uh, f- very funny that Joe Musgrove's ears were shiny once again last night, but that was because of the rain. That was because of the rain, right? Yeah. Very weird. Very interesting. And we get day games this series, which is, I don't know how I like that, but. We do. It's weird. Yeah, Wednesday will be a day game. Get to the field early. Get them drinks flowing and get loud. First day game all year, right? Or not all year, but all playoffs. For us. Yeah. yeah. Our earliest game was 5.30 this last one. Let's yeah. fucking go, San Diego. Let's go, San Diego. Nola's been a dog behind the plate, dude. Holy shit. Been a dog. Been dog at the plate, too. He's been coming in clutch. Yeah. Him and fucking, we'll say it again, Trent fucking Grisham. Trent Grisham, Trent Grisham has a huge cock. He just has a huge cock. Wild. Wild that Aaron Judge went uh, 7, 0 for 7, 7 Ks, and Trent Grisham was leading the league in postseason home runs. I would have never, if you told me that beginning of the season, I would have said you're smoking dick. But for it to actually be true, it was amazing to watch. And let's not forget how ice cold Jake Cronenworth was versus the Mets and how clutch he was this series. He had a 438 average with seven fucking hits. He was clutch. He was clutch. We've been talking shit about the bottom of our lineup all year long, and this is the time they need to step up, and they're proving it. They're doing it. Yeah. Hey, uh, if there's any any time thing, to get hot, man. right now is a great time. It would be a great time for Juan Soto, Josh Bell, and Brandon Jury to get hot this series. Yes. Yes. I don't, I don't think Philly's pitching is as, as good as Dodgers at all. Like, Dodgers had the number one pitching team in the league. So we're going to get spots where those relievers mess up. Like, they're not going to be fucking perfect. Yeah, they have to be perfect too. They have to be. Yeah, both teams are not perfect necessarily, but I think yes, I think our pitching has been lights out. So they're gonna have to play relatively well. Yeah, and I mean, if there's any uh, Phillies fans that listen to this, you know. Don't fucking come to us. Don't fucking come to us after this series. Strap your boots up, baby. Let's get ready for this ride. Yeah, that's right. If Nate Geis was watching, you heard me. <laughs> All right. Um, predictions? Predictions time. Ooh. Ooh. I'll go first. Padres in six. We win. We come back to uh, San Diego and finish it off with the W. That's what, that, that's what I want to. Yes, sir. But will it be that? I don't know. I if we can clinch anything sooner than six, that is 
pretty Holy fucking Rick. good. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good. But I'm going to, uh, prediction-wise, I'm going to go Padres in seven. I think you, Darvish, maybe even Joe Musgrove, comes out that night ready and amped up for a fucking huge win in San Diego. Well, I hate to be the bear bad news, but <laughs> we're not winning this on the at home. No, not at all. Padres are going to stun the world and they're going to four game sweep them in Philly and <laughs> Philly's going to cry. Stun the world, 4-0 sweep in Philly, take it home. We're celebrating on the road. We're all celebrating at home in the bars, San Diego, downtown, whatever. But the Padres are going to – I mean, they just took down Goliath. Their vibes are on 10. This team is, dare I say, unbeatable, but knock on wood. I think the Padres are a great team, and it's going to take a lot to beat them. I'm going to say 4-0 sweep. I don't think their pitching is as good as ours on any level. If we can take one from Wheeler or Nola, it will be we won't leave we won't we won't leave Philly. It will be over then. If we can take one in San Diego against one of those two, I hope it's Tuesday. Have to take Tuesday. Have to. Um, all right, boys. Nothing wrong with being average. Let's fucking go, San Diego. Let's fucking go, San uh, Diego. I hope my voice is back. We'll do some NFL talk tomorrow, maybe. But I mean, yeah. I didn't really watch any football uh the past twenty four. October baseball, baby. Nothing better. Yeah, uh, the Padres and the goddamn NLCS. The Steelers beat the Bucks today. If you didn't, so yeah. Okay, whatever. Padres, go Padres, go Padres. Yes, fuck the Dodgers. Go like, subscribe. Yeah, fuck go Steelers. The Dodgers. Go Steelers and fuck the Dodgers. Go Padres and the, 